In Christ Now, teaching the simple truth as it is in Christ Jesus, providing the means for developing a deeper, more personal relationship with God and our Lord Jesus Christ. The title of this message is Interaction with God. The importance of meditation and confession in the Christian life, walk, and spiritual growth cannot be overstated. Our strength and sustenance for our new life in Christ is dynamically entwined with how we interact with God through His Word in and from the Spirit. Meditation and confession is meant to enhance this interaction and help us develop in our relationship with the Father. Understanding exactly what meditation is and its purpose in our Christian life is the key to true spiritual growth. Confession can be said to be the sister of meditation. Even though these two forms of expression are completely different, they work hand-in-hand to develop the entire person in Christ, from spirit to soul to body. What is the goal of meditation and confession in Christ? One might ask, do I need to meditate and confess the Word? No, you don't need to at all. It just depends on how much time you want to spend with God, learning who He is, what He accomplished in Christ, and who you are now as a new creation. There are a lot of Christians who get saved, get their ticket to heaven, and continue living as if nothing really happened. They go to church once or twice a week and help out wherever they can. But they wonder why God is not present in their lives, and they lack the power to overcome the things that are thrown at them from the world. So they never get to a place of continual victory in Christ. Meditation and confession of the Word is key in growing up spiritually, enjoying fellowship with God every day, and advancing in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. All throughout the New Testament, we are admonished to grow and gain in the knowledge of God. The only way to do this is to spend time with Him and in His Word, becoming more acquainted with the Holy Spirit, our teacher, comforter, and guide, from John 14.26 and John 15.26, in our Christian walk. We don't have to if we don't want to, so it really is up to us. God never forces Himself on us to do anything. Without understanding and applying this process of spiritual growth in Christ, we will certainly run into endless attacks and difficulties in assimilating all the things God has given to us and planned for us as His children. Salvation is, or rather should be, just the beginning of our new relationship with God the Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We have become a whole new creation within a whole new world. God has set these things before us to explore, learn, and adapt to. Our salvation is not the end of the process God has placed us in, but only the beginning until we all grow up to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, taken from Ephesians 4.13. Salvation is a means by which God can realize His original goal for all of us to become conformed to the image of His Son, as it says in Romans 8 and 29 from the American Standard Version, For whom he foreknew, he also foreordained to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. The Bible in basic English reads, Because those of whom he had knowledge before they came into existence were marked out by him to be made like his Son, so that he might be the first among a band of brothers. Annie Cressman's translation says, He knew all along that he would choose them. 
He chose them to be made like his son. Then his son would be the first one of many brothers. The Message Bible says it like this. God knew what he was doing from the very beginning. He decided from the outset to shape the lives of those who love him along the same lines as the life of his son. The son stands first in the line of humanity he restored. We see the original and intended shape of our lives there in him. The goal of meditation and confession is twofold. First and foremost is to worship God with your time and to fellowship with him in spirit. Second, to develop in our individual spiritual awareness of God, ultimately learning to express who Christ is in us to the fullest extent that God has planned for us. So one could say the goal of meditation and confession is to increase in our knowledge of God and the renewal of our mind, becoming more God-conscious instead of world-conscious, culminating in the complete and total salvation of our souls. As it says in 1 Peter 1.9 from the American Standard Version, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Holman's Christian Standard Bible translation reads, because you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. The Holy Name Version says, receiving the result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. The Message Bible reads it like this, because you kept on believing, you'll get what you're looking forward to, total salvation. Weymouth's translation says, while you are securing as the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. You see, the renewal of our minds is the ability to express outwardly, through our soul, all God has invested in us in spirit. This responsibility rests upon us as we will only grow spiritually as much as we want or desire. If we don't want to, we won't. If we want to grow into all the things God has planned for us, we will invest our time in this process of mind renewal to achieve complete soul salvation. God has given us this choice. Like I said, he is not going to force us to do anything we don't want to do, and as such, our growth in Christ is solely at our discretion. Growing up spiritually is our responsibility, and you will know as much of God as you allow him in. He has given us all we need for life and godliness, but it is up to us to participate in his process to grow in the awareness, knowledge, and application of all these things. Second Peter 1.3 from the American Standard Version says, Seeing that his divine power hath granted unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that called us by his own glory and virtue. The understandable version says, God's divine power has given us everything necessary for abundant life and godly living, through the knowledge of him, that is God, who called us by his own splendor and goodness. The free Bible version reads, Through his divine power we have been given everything that's important to live a God-centered life. This comes through knowing him who called us to himself by his own glory and goodness. In this way, he's given us wonderful, priceless promises. Clarence Jordan from the Cotton Patch Version says, Through his divine power and through the knowledge of him who has invited us because of the goodness of his own heart, he has loaded us up with all we need for the good life. Ronald Knox's translation says, See how all the gifts that make for life and holiness in us belong to his divine power? come to us through fuller knowledge of him, whose own glory and sovereignty have drawn us to himself. 
The knowledge which is spoken of here is what is known as revelation knowledge as opposed to sense knowledge. We see it is His divine power through revelation via the Holy Spirit that gives us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. This defines the personal relationship we develop with Him in order to become more intimate with Him and gain in the knowledge He provides for us to grow and become more spiritually aware or conscious of Him. Think about it. Thank you for listening in. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. We encourage you to visit InChristNow.com for more teachings of the simple truth as it is in Christ Jesus.